For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey everybody, happy Friday and welcome to Netflix Life, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm Bryce Olin and I'm joined by my co-host of the podcast, Cody Schultz. Netflix just announced the full list of new releases for July 2021. And there's no debate, this month is going to be the best month of the year for new movies and shows on Netflix. There's just so many good shows and a few good movies to check out. First, we've got a big release date to share. Netflix announced the Sex Education Season 3 release date. Cody, do you want to give them the release date news? Yeah, so we, we finally are going to have an end to this hiatus. It's going to be an, actually a 20-month hiatus, if my math is correct, when the season finally returns on September 17th. So they're sneaking in right at the end of the summer, which I think is kind of an interesting one. I feel like we're also, it's, it's Netflix is releasing like dates, it seems like earlier than they have in the past necessarily. Like granted, September is not too, too far out, but it seems like it's further out than they normally would release something for in the past. Yeah, it's like, you know, occasionally, I think, I don't know, there's been a few shows, Stranger Things is one where we got like the release date, maybe like six months ahead or something like that. But like for this, I think, you know, we were or for other shows, we were looking like maybe a month ahead, three weeks, sometimes like two weeks, depending on when in the new month the show was going to arrive, it was coming in the beginning you know, Netflix drops the new releases list maybe two weeks before the start of the month. So some we have some good surprises occasionally. But yeah, I think that we were learning, you know, sex education, September 17th. We've got Money Heist season five, part one is September 3rd, I think. So that's shaping up to be another huge month. And I think that we're just going to kind of see this like, I don't know, we don't know what's coming in August, but this this the later this year is just going to be rolling with uh, big Netflix shows like every week or every two weeks, which I've missed that a lot, I guess. That's what I'm going to say. I've just missed it. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely I when I was looking at this July list, just for know we're, like, we're going to be talking about it. It really did feel like a return to normalcy. Like this is I feel like the really the first month where we're not just seeing Netflix originals, but a good wave of like favorites that people enjoy just like streaming on Netflix as it is. And like this month is just stacked. Like there's so many good movies, so many good shows coming. And it's like it has me excited to see what the rest of this year is going to look like now. Yeah, I agree. Well, uh, before we get into it, I guess what I have one question. Did you see the trailer for this new Netflix dating show called Sexy Beast? Or I think it's Sexy Beast, right? Yeah, yes. And, and yeah, I did. I'm like, this show looks so I, I don't even I'd love to know, like, who went into this room and like pitched this show. And it was like, look, because it really does seem and even Netflix is like leaning into this. It's very much the mass singer meets love is blind. And it's like, who went in and was like, this sounds like a good thing. Like, let's dress these people up as animals and then do like a reveal after. It just seems like completely random. But I'm sold and I know I'm going to be watching it when it drops. The weirdest part to me is like, it would be fine or more normal if they were literally wearing like the mask. I guess the mask singer costumes are really good, but like just normal animal masks or something. Like I get that. Like you have the whole like blind component, like that they have from love is blind where you don't really know what the person looks like. You're just trying to form a connection, but the, the costumes are like way too realistic, <laughs> like in too weird that like, 
maybe not too weird, but so weird that like it makes the show so much more interesting because they're so good. I just wonder like how long it's taking these people to like when they're going out on a date to get into like the pros- like prosthetics and makeup and stuff. That's like that's a lot of commitment there, right? <laughs> I know it's funny when I first watched this, my my first instinct was to go to sci-fi show face off, which was all about like creating like special effects and like the prosthetics and all that. And I'm like, yeah, this stuff looks like things we would see these like high end makeup artists come together and like create over the span of like several days. And it's like the application period, like typically like that's like several hours. So to think like before they even could film, they had to go through this whole process of like putting these on. Because like you said, it's elaborate like get ups. It's not like they just slapped on a Halloween mask. Like these are full blown prosthetics. Aesthetics, and it, it just I'm impressed by the work that went into it but almost like like you said it's like wow they really bought in like these people who went on the show like you almost wonder what they knew going in like how much did they know when they signed up <laughs> <Yeah>. for <laughs> I hope a lot I don't know but it is weird though like with the prosthetics like I think the crown and maybe I'm a little bit wrong but I think that one of the reasons why they switched the actors out is so like they don't have to like age up you know, the, the cast using prosthetics and to make them look older or whatever, change their appearance, because that takes a really long time to do that. And so like to do this on a reality show is like expensive. First of all, you know, when they could just do love is blind has to be like the least expensive show to produce. You could just throw everyone in a room or like their own room. And they, that's how they, you know, they meet each other. But this is like, I don't know. It's just a lot of money. Time goes into it. Hopefully it's a hit that comes out. I don't know if we mentioned, but I think it's July 21st. So a couple weeks here before that to prepare yourself, just watch the trailer a bunch of times or whatever. But, uh, I don't know. Should we get into the, the rest of the list? Yeah, now that we've got through like the crazy, like the most out there <laughs> yeah. Netflix title coming in July, let's get to like the <laughs> returning favorites and all that. Yeah. So this one, uh, first up, we'll go in order of the release. So um, for what you'll be able to watch sooner, it will be the, the first step. So we've got Grey's Anatomy season 17 coming July 3rd. This is a huge one. I think we usually get um, Grey's Anatomy seasons in like end of May, June-ish. I think that it comes like 30 days after the finale airs on ABC. So this is a little bit later in the year, not too much later though than, um, you know, some of the other shows we're seeing. So I know you're a big Grey's Anatomy fan, so I'll stop talking and let you let you share your thoughts on this one. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this one's going to definitely be one of those ones that's going to cr- uh, climb into the top 10 when it drops. I feel like that's pretty consistent. Like Grey's mm-hmm. really has gotten that second breath from Netflix. Like so many like younger generation discovered Grey's Anatomy through Netflix and then just binge watch it. And it's like, even my own sister, like every time the season drops, she'll start from the very beginning to rewatch it up until like the new season. And it's like, that's what Netflix has done for this show. Like so many people have rediscovered this show or discovered for the first time because of Netflix. So it's like, anytime it comes, I feel like it's always one of those like notable titles that fans are excited for. Yeah. And don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure Grey's Anatomy has more episodes than any other show on Netflix. I think so. I don't, I haven't done the math. There's like 300 or something, right? Um, yeah, they're up, they're getting up there. I've lost track of how many they are. I'm Googling it. This season was a bit shorter though than years past. Is that, I think that's right. Yeah. I think this, this season was their shortest since maybe like season one or two. Um, Cause season one, I think was only like nine episodes. Cause it was actually, yeah. it's, it's origin was funny in that it started as like a little mid season drama and then like exploded into ABC's like biggest show. And of course it's still it's top show all these years later. That's in, it's, that's the craziest part. I think that like, you know, 17 years in and it's still the most popular show on ABC. And it's like, I don't even think it's particularly close. Is it? 
Um, it, I don't think so, honestly. I mean, it really does feel like it's had like the stronghold over ABC's like top ratings. And that's why it's like, you know, as long as Ellen Pompeo and Shonda Rhimes are do it, ABC is going to make sure to keep it going just because it's like you don't sign off your one like standout show. Like that kind of be like if Netflix just canceled Stranger Things, I was like, eh, we don't need it anymore. Like <laughs> yeah. you don't do that. You definitely do need it. Yeah. So there's 380 episodes that will be on Netflix on July 3rd. So if you're going to I don't even know if you can actually finish. You could probably finish all of them. Maybe before. I don't know. Math's not my strong suit, but get your binge watch going now if you haven't started. Um, the next week, though, looks quite good for Netflix. Uh, we've got two originals dropping. We've talked about both before, I think, but Virgin River Season 3 drops on July 9th. Um, and that's the same day Atypical Season 4 drops. And that's the final season of that series. So I don't know, quite a big day. Yeah, it's really interesting to see Netflix drop two two bigger shows, I feel like, on the same day. Mm-hmm. Brandon, I mean, maybe the audience, they feel like if I'm sure like if they look at the demos, maybe that played into it, like they played right. into the audiences and that. But it's definitely interesting. But I think part of that just factors into how stacked July is. It really feels like we have a big, <laughs> a big release every week in terms of like original shows from Netflix. And then, of course, we've got all of these other shows like the Grey's Anatomies and the other shows we're talking about shortly dropping throughout the month. So it's really, I guess, it's just a matter of they're getting to that point where they have so many shows that they can release more than one on like a given day and not like lose viewers because they have so much now. Yeah. And that's the hard part too. Cause like, I'm a fan of both of these shows. So I don't know what I'll have to pick, I guess, which one I'm going to watch first, which I know that's a, not a great dilemma. The good news is, is that like, you know, with how Netflix does stuff, you can kind of avoid spoilers or whatever. Since it's a Friday release, you might as well just make it like a weekend binge. Just watch both of them. Um, after that, well, I guess before that, we can go b- move back up a little bit because we've got the Fear Street trilogy. And this is an interesting thing we're seeing from Netflix. It's a three film series, basically. But each movie is going to come out every Friday. So we've got July 2nd. We've got the first one, which is Fear Street 1994. July 9th is Fear Street 1978. And then July 16th is the last one, Fear Street 1666. And so I'm, I might be wrong, but... I think I believe they're all like their own individual stories, but they're all part of like a larger story about like the same town spread over 300 years. So I don't know. What's your take on this? Yeah, I think this is a really interesting release schedule. Um, I think it's definitely one that can keep the momentum going and almost makes it like an event series type thing where yeah. fans can look forward to like every week, uh, well, every Friday for three weeks straight, catching the newest installment, which it's kind of something we don't really see too, too often nowadays. Um, so I think it's a smart move. I'll be curious is like how fans watch them. Like, are they yeah. watching them each week or are they going to do like, try to do like a marathon watch at the end once the final film drops? I think it'll vary a bit, but I really think it's interesting that Netflix is showing their, their willingness to try new things and kind of see what the audiences might be. And it's like, if it works, what could it mean for like a future film series? Like, could they do it with like a rom-com or something where they drop like part one, one week, and then a week or two later, part two. So I feel like I am kind of curious. I would have thought these maybe would have been held till October just to give yeah. them like some good like horror. But it makes me think like if they're dropping these all now in July, what do they have in store for October? That they they're like, oh, we good... don't need to roll these out then because we've got a stacked lineup then. Yeah, they might have some good stuff coming. I don't know. It's it's weird because it's like on one hand, I'm like, oh, Netflix, this is like revolutionary. They're doing like a thing every week. And then I'm like, isn't that just like normal TV? Like how the episodes, so like, could this be a test like for Netflix? You know, I know that there's a lot of debate about whether weekly releases are better. If like you drop them all at once and then watch one a week, if you want to, or watch them all at one time or whatever. 
So we'll see if like, you know, this is something that Netflix could try out. And if it works for Fear Street, like who knows what it would mean for other shows. I know, you know, Stranger Things is one that we talk about a lot, but like if you had weekly episodes, like how much bigger could that show be? And it's like, you never know. You never know. Let's see. So I guess we better get moving because we're uh, about halfway through and we're behind on the list. So we've got uh, Gunpowder Milkshake, which is a new action movie. It'll probably be the action movie of the summer at Netflix. I know there's a lot of um, big action movies in theaters this summer. So I don't know how how much it'll like, you know, land on people's radar. But uh, yeah, that comes out July 14th. Any any interest in that one? Yeah, I feel like this one's got like a stacked cast. I mean, you've got mm-hmm. Karen Gillan, you've got Lena Headley, you've got Angela Bosset. I mean, the list is just like endless. It just feels like it's got like such such like potential to be, like you said, like the big release, like the big summer movie for Netflix of this month. I'll be watching. I'll be curious to see like what the potential there is. Like, of course, whenever you go into some of these action movies, it's like, could this be like a franchise kind of thing for Netflix? Like, yeah. if it's, well, is this something? Because I don't know if this is like an original or if it's based off of some kind of like source material or anything like that. Yeah, I'm not positive either. That's a good cast, good story, lots of action franchise it netflix um then we've got never have i ever season two coming july 15th we talked about that on a recent episode i think that everyone's really excited for that it came out in april 2020 um then was renewed i think in the summer and so about a year after the renewal we're getting a second season let's see i'm just gonna go through this oh this is a big one so for the first time ever we've got the twilight movies coming to netflix all five of them on july 16th uh what's your take on this cody watching twilight marathon <laughs> i've never seen the twilight movies i don't know if that'll change when it comes if i'll finally cave um i'm like gradually like caving to some of these branches i had overlooked in the past i don't know if this will be one I, I won't guarantee it that way you know but it is a huge thing and i think the fun thing for fans is there was a lot of speculation because it seemed like there was confirmation that new moon eclipse and then breaking down parts two and uh, one and two were going to be coming for sure but there was a lot of uncertainty in whether the first film was coming right and it was like if that hadn't happened like granted fans surely <laughs> would have been excited like to have the other four but having all five like being able to like to have them in one place you can easily stream them um and so it's just i feel like it'll be one of those perfect right in the middle of summer you can have a movie marathon you can do it you know i think this is going to be when people are going to rewatch and enjoy having on netflix yeah i agree and i think so often it happens like you kind of mentioned netflix gets like half of a franchise like it's like a couple of the movies and then you got to figure out like okay where do i watch the first one and then i can watch the second one on netflix and then the third one's on netflix that happened with me and like lord of the rings i think netflix has had like all of the lord of the rings movies but they've never had like all of them at the same time or it's been a while since they did now they probably will never because of rights issues and the amazon show and all that so it's great that they are able to get all of them at one time. And so people can really just like watch them all in one day or like, you know, do what they do. Like it make it twilight weekend. I don't know if that's the thing. I know Harry Potter weekend was like a big deal on like Freeform or ABC family a while back or whatever. Now you can do that for the twilight movies on Netflix. I have also not seen all of these movies. I have a pretty good understanding of like what is happening and you know, the whole like team Edward team Jacob. I think that's, Oh man, if I mess that up, that's bad. But uh, yeah, I've seen the first one. Well, didn't love it. Haven't read the books, but yeah, I know this is a big thing for fans. 
Yeah, definitely. And, and speaking of, of big things, if Twilight isn't isn't your thing, we've got another one of our favorites is coming yes. in July finally, which is All American Season Three, uh, coming Tuesday, July twenty seventh. Which this one we're getting later this year. I feel like this is the latest we've ever seen a season of All American drop because yeah. it did air further into the year. Because um, normally I feel like this one is one that wraps in April, and then so we typically get the season there in April eight days after its finale, or I feel like May would have been the latest we'd have seen a season just because right. I feel like it always wraps sometime in April. Yeah. And then it's weird too. Cause I was trying, I've been trying to do the math on this one for <laughs> so long, trying to figure out when I can watch it on Netflix. Cause when you get behind on the CW, they only have like the last five episodes. So it's like you either suck it up and miss half the season and watch the finale when everyone else does, or you just wait till it hits Netflix. I'll be end up, I'll be waiting for it to hit Netflix. But I think that there might be more episodes in this season, if my math is right, than in years past. I think that they were maybe 13 to 16 episodes, and this one might be a few extra episodes, or there's just a big gap between the episodes that have aired already or will be airing. So I don't know. We'll find out about that, but that's July 27th. And then the show, I'm, I'm dubbing this the show of the summer, not all American, the one I'm about to say, and that's Outer Banks season two. I don't know if there's a bigger Outer Banks fan online than, than me right now. I've been waiting for this forever. And I tell Cody's probably annoyed at me. Well, you probably were annoyed at me talking about it, but then you watched the show and now you're in too, right? Yeah, I, I was behind on this one and took it upon your recommendation like, in your glowing review of it. Um, and I was hooked. I binged it in a weekend. Like I watched it on like a rainy Saturday, like just binge the whole season. It's 10 episodes, which I feel like is a good number for like a quick binge on the weekend. Mm -hmm. And it was just like every episode was like, oh, I can stop. And it was like, no, I need to find it. Because it's just like one after, like they always had these big cliffhangers. And then, of course, the season ended with all these cliffhangers. I'm like, crap, I need to know more. And I even told you, I'm like, I don't know how some fans do it. Like watching, yeah. like, I'm catching up on certain shows. <laughs> But it's like, I didn't have to wait now because I just recently caught up. Having to wait these long breaks to find out the answers to all these cliffhangers like would kill me. Yeah, I know. And that's like, I think that people, I think that there was people thought that it was coming in April this year because that's when the first, it would be a year after the first season premiered. And so like thinking that it would show up in April after waiting a year and then realizing that it wasn't coming out in April and they were still filming must have been like the biggest gut punch for fans. Like, you know, thinking that it would be out. We're getting it earlier than I thought that it would. I thought that when Netflix said, um, I think they said maybe a month or two ago that it was coming out in the summer. I was thinking like, okay, end of August, you know, September counts as summer. That So like that could be when we're seeing it. But, you know, July 30th, uh, that's great. Like I said, this will be the show of the summer, I think, for for Netflix fans. And I think we'll see a quick renewal if if Netflix hasn't already renewed Outer Banks for season three. That's my take. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a pretty good hot take. Yeah, I mean, it's just like the cast is so... I'm blanking on Madeline Klein or Madeline Klein, Chase Stokes, Jonathan Davis, Madison Bailey, and then uh, whoever plays JJ. They're, they're, the young cast there, they're really good. And I think that when Netflix finds like that secret recipe of like a good cast, some drama. They're like, okay, we'll pour even more money into future seasons, um, which pretty much guarantees the renewals and stuff. Like we saw for like, I don't know, 13 reasons why was another one that like, I didn't love that show, but like a lot of people did. It had a good, strong young cast and that went for four seasons. So cross your fingers for four to five seasons of Outer Banks. I, I guess what of that list, any, any uh, one stand out to you in particular as the one you're most excited for? 
Um, I think I have to go with Outer Banks just because mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I need to answers to these cliffhangers. I'm like, I binged it. Now I'm like, God, I need to know what's next for John B and everyone else. It's like, they just left with so many cliffhangers and I'm like, what's next? Where do they even take the story next? Cause it was like season one was so epic. And like, ev- like I said, every episode you end it with this cliffhanger and you just like want it more. And I'm like, can they keep that momentum going in season two? So I'm really curious to see how that one turns out. Um, of course, Virgin Rivers, I think another favorite that I'll be curious to, to catch up on know where we'll revisit pretty quickly because yeah. it's an early month release but um i don't think i even have to ask i feel like i already know which one you're most excited for it's outer banks yep <laughs> yep outer banks you could ask me like what was the best show that i thought well other than stranger things outer banks was the show i was looking forward to in 2021 but stranger things you know we have already talked about that probably not coming um before we go i better share we've got a couple other highlights for july so let's see. Okay. Sky Rojo season two um, is coming July 23rd. Charm season three, another CW show is arriving on July 24th. This is another big one. The Walking Dead season 10 and Winona Earp season four are coming July 26th. And then the Flash season seven arrives July 28th. So yeah, like we said, this is a huge month for Netflix, the biggest of the year. We It'll be tough for Netflix to top this in August. I think we might top it, you know, at the end of the year, but for a while, this is going to be as good as it gets. That's all the time that we've got for today, everyone. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you guys on Monday. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.